G'day everybody, it's time for the Jimmy and Redders NRL podcast with me down here at Albury at the Country Cricket Champs and James back there in the Lake Macquarie. G'day Jimmy, welcome mate. Hello Redders, how was it, um, it out in the cricket? Uh, not too bad, we haven't had the results go away in the first couple of days, we've got a rest day today. Uh, weather is not great at the moment, it's looking a little bit ominous but hopefully we'll get more cricket as the week goes on and I believe the, the weather is imminent up in your lovely part of the world. Yeah, it's holding off at the moment, but it's um, the radar doesn't look very flash, so not looking good for another round of football this weekend for um, for the local footy anyway. We'll see what happens, happens the next two days. On to round four. In a game that Andrew Johns called one of the worst games of football I've ever seen, the Gold Coast date West Tigers six. The Sharks will be very happy with an 18-0 shutout of the Knights down there at Endeavour. Penrith 26 over the Rabbits, 12. The Warriors 20 over Brisbane, 6. Manly will be very pleased. We'll go back to the game first, and actually, in our review, Manly 25, Canberra 6. What an excellent performance. The Roosters similarly will be pleased. Gun North Queensland's not easy, and they belted the Cowboys 28 4. Melbourne showed Canterbury they've got a lot of work to do, winning 44 and blot down there in Melbourne. And then in a game that was close for a while, Parramatta just exploded in the second half on St. George and destroyed them 48 14. Jimmy, first of all, back to Manly 25-6 over Canberra up there at Mudgee. Um, must have been a very, I'm sorry, I haven't seen very much of it. It sounds like it was a very comprehensive performance by your Sea Eagles. It makes two of us actually, Red, as I didn't get a chance to watch much. I was on my way back from Cessnock, uh, the 5.30 game after, after the late Cessnock game. But um, yeah, Turbo, Cherry Evans like, kicked for about 600 metres. Turbo ran for nearly 300, I think. So, and like he hurt himself, hurt his knee 10 minutes in and played, played with, with a busted... Um, MCL for 70 minutes and still managed to run for 200 odd metres. So, but yeah, Cherry Evans kicked a 2040 and a 4020, and it was, um, yeah, probably earned the extra two years that he just signed through the week. But yeah, I think, I think Des would be pretty, pretty pleased with that. And keeping Canberra to six is probably, probably another thing he probably plays with defensively. Um, Sandra sort of, Sandra sort of got their stuff together and, so it's mirrored a little bit of last year, a couple of losses early, and then um, they've been okay the last couple of weeks. They're still nowhere near where they need to be. And, and obviously the next month's going to be interesting without Turbo to see if they can finally shake that tag of one-man team off their back. But um, I guess time will tell starting tonight um, in Newcastle, the nice the nice rain in Newcastle. Indeed, um, that MCL, as, as we said, it's the best, best of a bad situation, really, because it's not too... It, um, uh, sort of, it, it's it's manageable. Um, it's an interesting article during the week. Mal Meninga is very much uh, wanting that Terry Evans plays at seven for Australia. And the, there were people, knowledgeable journalists, some of the people that write about rugby league are clueless about have as much knowledge as me, but some of them are actually quite smart. And they're all saying that Mal is very keen on Terry Evans running things for Australia. Whether that puts Nathan clear, I don't know whether that shuffles him to six, I'm not sure, but I think he'd have a Pretty big contest with Munster for, for six. Uh, interesting times when the Australian teams get selected later on. Uh, yeah, I, I sort of would have. Yeah, I would have thought Nathan Cleary would have sort of jumped, jumped um, DC into that seventh spot. Um, Cherry can play at fourteen as well. He he done that for a few years when when Thurston and and those guys were in there and, and done a pretty good job. It's so older. Yeah, I guess that's the, the benefit we got at the moment. See, old Langer Stewart battle from um, from the early 90s but yeah, personally I'd probably go with Cleary um, if he's fully fitting and, and DC at 14 but, but yeah, neither of them will, will let you down but yeah, it's interesting that Mal's making that call 
nice and early. I don't think there's a game for a little while yet, so there's um, plenty of footy to be played. There is. The Sharks were very impressive over the night, 18-0. They're going very nice at the moment, Sharks. And the Craig, Craig, Craig Fitzgibbon here has started quite well down there in, in the Shire. Um, I suppose, Jimmy, you were talking a minute ago about Canberra being kept a six in Mudgy by your Eagles. The Sharks will be similarly impressed. They're not worried about the 18. Keeping a team to naught in the NRL is a big effort and shows you their defensive patterns and structures are working nicely. Yeah, it was, it was, I watched a lot of that game. It was a pretty good effort. The, the conditions were horrendous. 60, 60 odd kilometre an hour winds howling down the middle of the ground at um, like Cronulla, which it gets windy at the best of times down there. Um, it does. At Shark Park. But yeah, it was an interesting, um, interesting with the Knights going with the wind in the first half. Didn't really, didn't really utilise the wind. Didn't, um, didn't really attempt any 40-20s or, or early kicks to pin Cronulla down. And yeah, then Cronulla went in whatever score was at halftime and we're always, I think they're always going to win after halftime and they had the wind at their back and, and obviously played the conditions a lot better. In a replay of the grand final, Penrith will be very pleased beating the, the Rabbits 26-12. If they can keep their full spot on the paddock, I can't see Penrith not making the final four. Jimmy, it's as simple as that. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're a good side and, and they had a few missing, a couple of forwards missing, I think as well, Fish Harris and, and whatnot, but um, yes, yeah, South, South will be fine with that. South where they've been in that position before and they'll, they'll, they'll come good. They've had a pretty rough start of the season from a from a fixture and point of view, but um, Luttrell's got a bit of match fitness about him. Cody Walker's probably probably missing Reynolds a little bit. That said, the young halfback, Ilias, played played probably his best game on the weekend in a, lo- in a losing side. So, uh, But yeah, Penrith, Penrith are impressive. They're, them and, and, and the Storm yet again, the third year in a row probably. Probably that class above everyone else at the moment. Well, I think one of the teams that'll put their hand up to be uh, to be included in that in that elite group of Parramatta. Uh, I think they're a tough season side. They're not spectacular, but while well, the other day they were spectacular, they put forty eight on St George after a, it was. I think I turned on and have a look at the scores. It was like twelve eight or twelve six Parramatta, and then if you look at the try scoring, they just went berserk in the first part of the second half. They can be. They're actually quite a competent football side, Jim, and there's not too many weaknesses with the Eels. Yeah, pretty handy. Um, they can score some points, and defensively, they're, they're generally pretty good, but it's, I guess, the, the same thing as they, they cop every year. Is can they stand up to the pressure at the end of the year? That's what they've gone out in week two the last two years, and they've certainly got a side that can that can compete and, and challenge to win it, but it's just when the pressure goes on, and <laughs> if it happens again, in a few months' time, um, the pressure will go right back onto Brad Arthur again. Can he get the? Can he? Is he good enough to get aside for that next step? But yeah, he's certainly got a good squad together, and they do lose a couple next year. So as we said last week, it's 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 probably their, their biggest chance they're going to have for a little while this year. So um, yeah, they'll be keen to keep that rolling on. And uh, under round five, and tonight um, at the at McDonald Jones Stadium in New Lambton, it's Newcastle Manly Manly without Tommy Turbo. The betting line is Newcastle $1.80, Manly $2. I quite, don't quite believe that. I would have thought the Manly was slight favourites. This should be a pretty good game of football. The Knights will be reeling a bit after being kept scoreless and really wanted to pull off their authority down in front of their very loyal and passionate fan base. And Manly will come up uh, quite full of confidence after an excellent performance in Mudgee. Um, obviously, Jimmy will be supporting Manly. I, I must admit, I... I I'm not convinced with the Knights. I don't know if they've got the team that can get them much past uh, even into the eight at the moment. Yeah, they've got a good forward pack, but I'm not sure about their 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 key backs. I'm picking Manly here by uh, one to twelve, Jim. 
Yeah, it's a good chance. I said before, it's a good chance for him to. Uh, Ruben Garrett goes to four. The solitaire cap cooler. The young fellow was picked at fullback, but he's gone down injured as well. So with the short turnaround, so Garrick's gone back to fullback there, and then Parker's come back in. So um, Tyson Frizzell's been named for the Knights. He's, he's got a hamstring issue. I'm assuming he'll have to do a bit of a, a fitness test this afternoon at some point. Um, Kalen Ponga. Interested Ponga's. <laughs> it's it's interesting with Ponga. He, Shows glimpses, but he, he just, even last week, he just wanted to stand behind the ruck and, and point like a traffic cop um, where other people should be running. He's he's earning a million dollars a year and he's the captain. I don't think he's really any, living up anywhere near his, um, what he's earning. So it'll be, the media will start getting into land. A few of the fans are starting to get, get sick of what he's doing. So um, just come off that meeting with Wayne Bennett again. Um in Sydney, up at uh, about going up to the Dolphins next year, so that um, that could go one of two ways with him as well, whether it gets in his head or or fires him up. But the conditions are going to be pretty horrendous tonight, so it's it's, it's been a lot of work with the footy this year, and I think yeah, ball control and uh, Cherry Evans kicking game again um, is going to be key, especially if it is pretty windy as well as the rain. Yep, uh, I certainly think Manly can win, but we'll, one of Manly's worst efforts last year when they played in Newcastle. Um, Turbo played that game and, and the Knights pulled their pants down a bit so you know, David Radley will be in there sort of watching the Knights hoping that they'll, um, they'll win but um, yeah fingers crossed unfortunately I can't get there I'll be at work tonight but otherwise I'll be in there sitting next to him stirring him up but um, yeah fingers crossed Manly can can, can pull their finger out and, and go through you, Jimmy you would never stir David Radley up never. now Friday night football is a double header in Brisbane, and uh, just be careful of what I'm saying here, everybody. Two different locations in Brisbane. First of all, at Redcliffe, it's the War- at Redcliffe, it's the Warriors hosting the Cowboys in the early game at six o'clock. And surprise, surprise, Brisbane's in a prime time game on Channel Nine. Following them immediately at seven fifty five is Brisbane and the Roosters. That's at Lang Park. Um, Jimmy, the Warriors and the Cowboys. It's an even betting line. I find this a difficult game to tip. Um, the Warriors are steady. The Cowboys have had a, been patchy. They've won a couple and then got belted last week. I, I think the Warriors just for mine. Yeah, it was the Cowboys actually. The, the, I got seven out of eight last week in the chips, and um, the Cowboys were the one that let me down. I thought they were up there and, and in a bit of form. The Roosters certainly hit ah. back and, and give them ah. a touch up. I did say that the Roosters will probably win, but I think the Cowboys just because it was up there. But um, yeah, it's, and the Warriors are pretty good. To, the Warriors twenty to six against Brisbane, albeit Brisbane pretty poor, but um, you just don't know with the Warriors how they they can be hit and miss. But yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. But um, yeah, interesting game. It's not um, it's not a game that stands out like a match of the round. But I think I think the Cowboys can can bounce back and and, and win, but in a in a pretty narrow one. The betting line probably a dollar ninety each probably suggests that. Brisbane and the Roosters consecutive games in, in Queensland. The Roosters uh, go up to Lang Park to play Brisbane in the uh, the Channel Nine game at seven fifty five. Uh, I think the Roosters are clear favourites here. Brisbane not in great form, and uh, I think the Roosters should win. I I'm not going to say comfortably. Um, I, I think they'll win and uh, complete a double, a, a two set in Queensland with two wins. I think they'll get home. I think they'll win pretty easily. Um, Raiders that Brisbane were poor last week. Um... Albert Kelly, Pat Carrigan, Tom Flegler, they're all out for the Broncos as well. So um the coach's is Albert Ke- is Albert is Albert Kelly out for reasons other than uh, an injury? <laughs> yeah. No, he's got a broken foot. He's got a, a list frank frac- 
list Frank fracture, I think it is. Just like yes. Um, in his foot, I think any suspension he serves with with the storm in a teacup from through the week, any suspension he serves, I think it's going to be served when he gets back to to full fitness. So, um, Payne House at this stage is still eligible. Um, he'll get to the more reports. He'll be suspended, which I think is ridiculous, but. Um, I don't think it'll be completed in time for Friday, apparently, from what I'm reading. So he'll probably play and then miss the following week. Um, but yeah, the Roosters, the way the Roosters went last week, I don't think it matters. Might not be bad. If he does miss, though, it could, um, could bump the margin up a little bit because he's their best forward. And if Carrigan and Flegler are out as well, it's, um, it leaves them very, very thin in the forwards. On to a game just up the road from us here in Albury at McDonald's Park in Wagga Wagga. The Raiders um, and the Storm playing a very big game up there in Wagga Wagga. This is the 3 o'clock game on Saturday afternoon. There'll be a big crowd in Wagga. Melbourne Storm, I've got a very big fan base in Wagga, as have Can- Canberra, as a, as a sort of a legacy of Laurie Daly coming from just around the corner in June 8. Um, this should be a cracking game of football. Raiders were not good, actually, against Manly. Manly um, suppressed them. And I think, um, although Canberra, of course, met Melbourne some problems in the last few years, I'm going to tip Melbourne 1-12 to here up there at Wagga Wagga, Jimmy. Um, yeah, both sides unchanged as well, which is unusual for, for two teams to go in unchanged the week before. But yeah, Canberra, they're, they're a handy side, but yeah, they were um, reasonably poor last week. Um, I'll in it for a while and they merely kicked away, but there's this storm at us at another level. Um, yeah, Pappenhausen, Munster, Hughes and, and Grant, they finally got the spine together and it's, it's pretty scary from what they've, they went from with Slater and, and Cronk and Smith to... Um, <laughs> having those four in there. Pappenhausen's in remarkable form and yeah, the, the dogs didn't get close last week. Xavier Cates on the end of the back lines just slotted into to Josh Adokar's spot. And, um, yeah, I, th- I think the Storm, Storm will win the game. I can't give him a run, but um, yeah, I'll be a brave man to pick against the Storm at any stage through the year because they, um, like Bellamy's pretty keen to to get one back that they probably gave away last year and in their in their prelim loss, uh, I think the Storm Storm win that yeah, yeah ten points twelve points. I cannot see the Dragons beating the Rabbits at Stadium Australia in the five thirty game. It's as simple as that. Um, although the Rabbits are thirteenth, I think they're a pretty fundamentally good side. St George for minor in that developmental stage. Still not convinced. And, and Hook Griffin's a great coach. And uh, I'm, I cannot see the Rabbits losing this one, particularly at Stadium Australia. Uh, it's interesting, he's coaching with last week, last week, changes, the two young guns who are probably the future of the club just sharp, shafted them back, one to the bench, one to reserve grade. So, uh, um, Amon and um, Terrell Sloan. So, Moses Zembite, fullback, keeps his spot. He's kept those selections. Jaden Sewell's come back. He keeps getting. He's probably a dollar five to get sin binned at some point. Uh, like he's been in the bin three times this year already. Um. Yeah, I think South South will win the game. I think South. Um, the draw finally starts to open up a bit for South. They said they've had a tough start. They've only had a win, one win, but they're a much better side than one win. One win, three losses, and only minus ten on the forward against. So, um, that tells you they're not far off it. Um, yeah, I think South. Um, the Dragons. I don't really rate the Dragons at all. So, um, yeah, South South's pretty comfortably. I think. Agreed. The inter- one of the most interesting games of the round um, is up there at Rabina, the Titans hosting the, te- the Eels. Um, the Titans can't be missed. They were terrible in winning last week, but at least they won. They're a ninth and later, the Eels or third. Um, I'm sorry, I can't pick the Titans at home, not against Parramatta. I think Parramatta's too sound um, and the weather will be okay. It won't be too hot at 7.35 at night. 
uh, Parramatta for mine, one to twelve. Yeah, the the world's worst game. I think it got described as last week the Titans and West Tigers on Thursday night. I'm I'm glad I didn't sit through much of it. Um, yeah, eight six, but um, yeah, Par- that Parramatta are a good side, and I, I, I think the Titans aren't a bad side either. That, it was just a poor game last week, but um, yeah, Parramatta's probably a different level to what they've been playing at. So, um, Sean Lane's back for them. Both Firmore as three Titans get three players back through through COVID missed last week. Firmore, Sami, and and Isaac Liu, but um, yeah, Parramatta. Mitch Moses, Dylan Brown are playing really good footy, and um, you got Gutho Armani, the fullback, and, and Hooker. That spine's a pretty, pretty handy spine as well. Not, not quite at the level that Melbourne's at, but um, yeah, I think Parramatta, Parramatta win that. Not not massively, but um, I think at times will give them a run. Be a few points in the game both sides, I think. And whoever's conspired to have these two games on the Sunday would probably be shaking their head. The uh, Channel 9 game is the Sharks and the West Tigers, with the West Tigers paying $7. And the game after it at 6.15 at, Para, at Parramatta Stadium, or sorry, Combank Stadium, is the Bulldogs also paying $7 against uh, Penrith. Jimmy, quite simply, Cronulla and Penrith will win those games. There's, the West Tigers are a basket case. Michael Maguire, I don't think, will last much r- past round 10. And as for the Bulldogs, I'm still not sure that Trent Barrett's a great coach. And I think that the Sharks and Penrith will belt the tripe out of them. Yeah, it's a, yeah it could be a couple of cricket scores, I think, Redders. Um, yeah, Talakai, the big Talakai, the big 5,000 kilos sent after the Sharks at the moment. I think he made 17 tackle breaks last week. Um, and have, God help whoever's playing in front of him for the Tigers in the centres, whether it's Gildard or, or whoever else. But, um, yeah, the Sharks... The Sharks and the Panthers should get a, a nice little percentage boost. Poor old buddy Kyle Flanagan finally gets a recall and he's got to come up against Penrith and Nathan Cleary. So, um, yeah, I think Trent Barrett's copped a bit of stick for that in the media this week, actually, too. So, the media finally starting to get on his back a bit. Um, he's probably been a bit immune to it the last two years, saying about his roster, but there's no improvement. He's gone through round five and it's his third combination of the halves already. So, as, as I think it was Mick Anna said yesterday in, the, in uh, online, anyone can get a anyone can coach some halves. It's got to be Trent Barrett. He was one of the best in his era, but uh, he certainly can't get too much out of it. Cherry Evans enjoyed his coaching, I think, back back when he was at Manly, but he might be about the only one because yeah, the dogs are the dogs are horrible, and Josh had a cut sitting on the end of the back line. He might as well take a, a hoodie with him to keep warm because the ball doesn't get out there too often. So. Um, yeah, Penrith, Penrith by a thousand in that game as well. I think in the in the late game. Very good. Now Byron report. Uh, Byron. So in order, Byron, then Lakes United, then any multis you've got for us, my friend. Yeah, the dogs are right, mate. He's been enjoying the sunshine, but he's not going to enjoy the next four days because um, the rain that's just just started raining now actually outside. So um, yeah, he's doing okay, mate. But um, yeah, Lakes. Well, we got washed. The third grade got washed out. First, the, the seniors won. The reserve grade, Aiden Potts, went up and filled in for reserve grade. A big win up at Sestock on Saturday. First grade fell short, unfortunately. They had, had a few COVID issues as well through the week. But, um, yeah, fingers crossed we get on this week. And then in the Thursdays up at Morissette. Um, but, again, the weather, I think, is going to probably conspire against us to um, to play any footy this week. And, um, yeah, I think first grade have got a nice little trip down to Wyong. So, again, we'll see, what the, see how much rain the coast cops this week and whether we can get anything on. Um, yeah, I actually haven't – I I think Latrell Mitchell scores for South. 
I actually haven't haven't got a mouldy on at the moment, but I think Latrell's an anytime scorer, Pappenhausen an anytime would probably be two guys I'll be looking at. Um, so there you go, everybody. Look at Latrell into Pappenhausen as your first try scorers. Jimmy, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it, mate. Uh, I hope to, I'm looking forward to being back home next week to, to a regular time slot, but it's uh, nice to be down here on tour with the cricketers, albeit in April. Uh, mate, hope all's well back home, and we'll catch up with you next week, my friend. Thank you, Redders. I'll talk, uh, talk then. On behalf of Jimmy, this is Redders. Take care. Look after yourself, everybody, in the wet weather up at home. Take care. Bye-bye.